It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, folks, and here we go on this Thursday. What a night, what a night. My goodness, I told you. Night to remember what it was last night. Well, we have a great show in store. You're welcome to be part of it, folks. Uh, good morning, one and all. Let me just um, set up a little, little tart. No, I, I'm actually not late. It's just I need to just one thing with our continued efforts to do Facebook Live, and we have it in motion. And we will. And again, I apologize. I know there are many of you saying, yeah, but Juan, I'm not even on Facebook. Why are you? Well, you know, because people enjoy it is, is uh, the bottom, re- uh, the real reason. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show as we kick things off, uh, what should be a very eventful Thursday, is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body. 272-3340-272. 3340 West Fountain, and it's Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's your vehicle. They will repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition. Again, if you ever find yourself in an accident, it's very simple. Just pick up the phone. First of all, if there's a, a tow truck shows up, tell the tow truck operator, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain Auto Body. And if for whatever reason, you're unable to drive the vehicle, maybe it's severely damaged, If that is, in fact, what happens, then you want to uh, instruct the tow truck operator to uh, say, let's get this vehicle right now over to West Fountain Auto Body. 272-3340. Call them, Kenny and Patricia, 272-3340. Phone lines are open, 401-766-1380, 401-766-1380. If you're listening right now, wherever you are, whether on AM 1380 or you're listening, many people listen online, go to the website, topetro.com, or uh, tune in radio app, simple radio app, or like Jared, who listens on 99.9 FM, if you would like to call in, I would love to hear uh, people's thoughts on the debate last night. I'm obviously going to share you uh, mine with you. Uh, I was saying it was going to be a memorable debate, but again, 401-766-1380. You can email me, john at topetro.com. And this is one of those conversations that I know some of the the Trump supporters are not. uh, Good morning, everybody on Facebook Live. There's Dennis O'Reilly. Here I am. There's Dennis O'Reilly and everyone else. Well, we have a lot to get through with last night. I want to share with you uh, some different thoughts. Now, first of all, if you missed it, granted, you can go back and watch the clips, but it's different to me when you're watching it in real time. Um, well, again, I, I'm going to say some things people may not. I, I, folks, I, ultimately, it is balls and strikes. You know, go to the website, and it does say, let me just tilt that like that. Um, he tells it like it is. I mean, that's what it is. And that's what it has to be. That's the only way that I've always operated. Uh, first of all, it, it's over for the Bloomberg campaign. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk reality. Many times people are going to hold back or try to give you spin or anything else. The events of last night... As I had predicted, they were more significant, significant than, I, than I had thought. Hello there, Jim McDonald. That, Bloomberg is finished. Chris Moran is right. That is over. 
that is over. And, and it's not so much, you know, they're trying to spin it that he could still maybe rally and come back. Um, that campaign is done. I'm telling you right now, at 11:10, Bernie Sanders is going to be that nominee. And I can't believe last night, because I, th- I thought she was done. First of all, Amy Klobuchar is going nowhere. And Mayor Pete is an absolute, complete lightweight. I am glad, and I'll play some of the sound, that Senator Amy Klobuchar, Minnesota, laid him out with this whole business of all you do is memorize talking points, and you've never been in the arena, and they absolutely hate each other. They do. It's real. Bloomberg, Elizabeth Warren. I, you know, I thought it was over. But I'm telling you right now, at 11 minutes past 11 on this Thursday, I believe, first of all, first and foremost, no one is stopping Bernie Sanders. No one is stopping Senator Bernie Sanders. And I'll tell you why, and I'll go through it. You could disagree, but you have to step back. Boy, he is skilled. He has his arguments down. He comes off as very authentic. If anyone, if you ever watch his rallies, and I recognize many of you don't, but I, I, I like to see, like, if there's anything there. And almost the way, I used to be a, uh, a, I was very into music. I still somewhat am, but really into music, college radio DJ. I could tell by listening to a, a song. I was in a focus group with a record company where they play you different, they send you and you listen to snippets of songs. I could tell if something was going to be a hit. And I like to think that over the years, I've actually kind of broadened that. And, and when I watch someone running for office, a lot of times right away, I can size up whether or not there's, there's anything there. It's just the, the best way I can describe it. Hello there, James. Um, Bernie Sanders, is he's going to be the Democrat nominee. They, they're not going to stop him. He owned that stage last night. He is the front runner. He's the front runner by a mile. I now think that the team is going to be Sanders is going to be the candidate and Elizabeth Warren is going to be the vice presidential candidate. I'm not saying they're going to win, but don't take it lightly. Team Trump, that's right, Bloomberg is gone. He, what a beating. Here's the thing about Mayor Mike Bloomberg, if you didn't watch it and play some of the sound, the issues of which they were hitting him on, they're never going away. He's in the wrong party. Mike Bloomberg was on the wrong stage. People miss windows of opportunity. Uh, Biden probably should have run in 2016. And Bloomberg, he, he's, he's not a Democrat. He was fish out of water last night. He was like he'd wandered into the wrong country club. He was uncomfortable. He's not a great, no one's, I, I don't, you know, and some of the things people have said, I, no one's gotten up in his face like that in a very long time. But the issues that they were hitting him on is they call them the non-disclosure agreements. Somebody works at, for Bloomberg and he has thousands of employees and he was terrible, terrible explaining it. Thousands of employees. So some woman says who works at one of the Bloomberg, again, he employs, you know, 5,000 people, more than that. Um, that he came in uh, and he told a joke and she was uncomfortable with the joke he told, whatever it may be, could have been inappropriate in some way. And we're talking about this could have happened like in 93 or 90, like way back, 92. And so when she's going to leave, they say, we're going to give you, just as an example, we're going to give you, I don't know, $30,000 
and but you sign a NDA, non-disclosure agreement, so she doesn't discuss what happened at Bloomberg, why she left. Now, this they they started to use this as common practice, not just but him, but like company wide. So he can't be in control of everyone, but they 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 are not going to let up on that, and they were pounding him. And at the time, when you are Mike Bloomberg and you're a billionaire and you're in New York City. And someone then files with human resources and says, last night at the company Christmas party, holiday party, whatever, you know, he told a joke or he said my hair looked nice or he said uh, whatever and it made me uncomfortable. And then human resources said, okay, you're going to leave. Here's 50000 Just sign this. It's a non-disclosure. It became like common practice. And not just for him, but what... What I've read is many of the managers there. It almost became that's just the way they dealt with that stuff. They could have fought some of it in court, but a lot of times it was like, just make it go away. Well, that he's never shaking that off. Stop and frisk. Good morning, Karen. With stop and frisk, have you ever seen anyone worse answers on that? I'm going to play some of the sound. I mean, he got pummeled last night. If you didn't see it, I was laughing. Gina Raimondo, think of this. All these people thinking that Mike Bloomberg, even like, you know, we had a call yesterday. And I was saying, he hasn't debated in a while. No one's going to steamroll over Bernie Sanders. No way, no how. Sanders was the front runner. He owned the stage last night. And Elizabeth Warren, you know, they have a pact. Remember that. She was his attack dog. And she went after Mayor Pete. And she went after, she took down Bloomberg. Elizabeth Warren, no matter what happens going forward, she absolutely buried him last night. She absolutely pulverized him last night. In fact, one reporter, the Boston Globe, they made up a, a wiki, um, Wikipedia page and said Mike Bloomberg basically died last night, Wednesday night, February 19th, cause of death, Senator Elizabeth Warren. And she came out of the box. Now, I'm not a fan of hers. She knew her back was up against the wall. Senator Elizabeth Warren is not done. She had a huge... She did. I know some people... See, here's the thing. I'm not going to say Sanders was terrible because I know I'm talking to a lot of Trump supporters and they want me to say that. Folks, I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. All right? I First and foremost, I, I'm an umpire. I call balls and strikes. I, I don't... I like to live in reality. I want you to live in reality. Bernie Sanders is a force. I'm going to say something right now that's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. He could win. He could win the presidency. I kid you not. If you didn't watch it, then you can all, all you want. Now, here's what I'm, I'm prepared for. Are you saying you want it? I did not say I want him to win. Would I have a vote for him? Absolutely not. But I'm not delusional. He's got it. He is peaking. When, I'll tell you what Bernie Sanders and what Senator Sanders, why he's so dangerous. Now, first of all, Mayor Pete is the ultimate lightweight. No wonder a lords is for him, right? He's a complete lightweight. I'm glad that Amy Klobuchar laid him out. You know, you think he's so perfect. They hate each other. It was actually very enjoyable to watch. I loved watching it. Michael's that right. What does that tell you about Gina? See, part of it is it's kind of comical. Of course Bloomberg's going to lose. Who's backing him? Ramundo. Of course he's going to lose. <laughs> I, was, I was not trying to have that. Like, shade me, but there's no way. He's not coming back. It's over. And they know it's over, by the way. You know, during the debate, Amy Klobuchar was saying they put out this memo, and I'll read parts of it, and they didn't explain it enough, uh, but they put out a memo telling people to leave the race because the only one that can defeat um, uh, Bernie, uh, President Trump is 
former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg. No one thinks that now. You know what Bloomberg reminded me of last night is um, there's several analogies you can hear. But he has been running, as I've talked about, very, very impressive, slick television commercials. And that's, that's really what got his numbers up. But you can only go so high with that. There's been a lot of things. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, the man behind the curtain. It also kind of reminds me of, I remember when, um, I forget the year, but I went to the Civic Center and I saw the cars in concert. And Rick Ocasek and um, Just What I Needed and uh, Let's Go and that whole thing. And the, the, rec- the albums, and they were records at the time, of the cars from Boston. They were great. It was a big act, right? During the 80s, the cars were. And then we went to the Civic Center. And it was so bad. They were, I think they were lip syncing. I mean, it was basically just playing the record. There was no stage presence. Rick Ocasek, I mean, they're talented. But uh, I think Benjamin Orr was the, one of the guys. Uh, anyway, I just remember it was terrible, right? And then you had like a, a Springsteen who would just rip it up. And that's, Ber- that is, that's Bernie Sanders, you know, when you watch the rallies, of which I watch, the, the rally is he uses it on the debate stage. So it rattles off. I'll tell you where Bernie Sanders, I find, he's not to be taken lightly. And it's dangerous. And for those of you that own a business, I'll tell you where it's dangerous. Is because this whole business, see, I was looking at this as, and, and, and I'm not wrong, capitalism versus socialism and people throw that around but i tell you what he does very effectively is he 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 has the numbers he has the statistics in the way he makes it sound very reasonable and you have to realize who he is speaking to you know there's a lot of here's what we need to realize and again folks good morning it's john DePetro. i'm going to play some of the sound 766-1380 um president trump had a rally last night i didn't flip to it because the debate was that good, especially the first hour. But I'll tell you what Bernie Sanders is dangerous, and I mean that, is he doesn't fully directly answer a question. He goes with his numbers that he knows plays well. He uses the, the, the rally. The debate is the rally, and the rally is the debate. When I watch him, and I have, as I joke, that's how my life is going. But when I've watched his rallies, which I have, they're, they're on. If you want to watch anything, I mean, they're on Facebook, they're on C-SPAN, they're online, everything else. The rallies of the debate, he never fully answers the question. He just gives his spin on it. His answers seem and sound very reasonable. If you have someone that has $500 million, just whatever you're doing right now, they have $500 million, they have a couple Rolls Royces, a Ferrari, they have a private jet. If people really want to be honest, does anyone really care if that individual, whoever it is, starts complaining about their taxes? <laughs> I mean, the answer is no. You know, I was talking to someone right for the show, and I said, there is a problem, whether we want to admit it or not. And people that are listening right now, see, you're not the norm. You pay attention to the news. I would think you're employed. Hi there, Jared. You are, um, th- there's many people. And it's, it's becoming larger that, that don't want to work. They don't want to work. They don't want to work hard. They, I'll call it the Twin River crowd. They want to go to Twin River and hang around and gamble a little bit. I talked about yesterday, California is becoming like a socialist state. And I remember when President Obama, when they gave out those Obama free cell phones, people went ballistic. People loved it. 
And that was just a cell phone. Think about this. Obama got votes because he was giving away a free cell phone. Bernie Sanders is going to give away free everything. Free everything. How do you think that's going to play? But the way he explains it, he explains it in a way to me that, listen, there's a lot of money around, and we're only going to go after the people that have so much money they don't know what to do, do with it. And that's how I'm going to fund these things. And that's how it does start. But he is not to be taken lightly. I've changed. I, I, he is going to be a tougher opponent for President Trump than Bloomberg. He is going to be a tougher opponent than anyone. And first of all, they're not going to stop him. He is going to, he is, he is going to be the nominee. It's over. It is over. If you missed the debate last night, I'm telling you, it's over. And he's going to keep winning. He's going to win Nevada uh, this Saturday. He is going to win South Carolina. And on Super Tuesday, he's going to win California. The numbers favor Bernie Sanders. Senator Sanders will be the Democrat nominee. I was looking at this as it's going to be capitalism versus socialism. I think what we have to step back and, and recognize is there are a lot of people among us that I, I think would say, you know what, I'm willing to give socialism a try because I, I really don't want to work a lot. You know what else really magnifies it? There was a rapper that was shot and killed yesterday. I was telling someone this this morning. Again, folks, 766-1380. Now, again, Juan, why are you talking about a rapper? Hear me out. Hear me out. I'd never heard of him, but anyhow. What's his name? It's like Pop something. Um, he was shot and killed, a rapper. And he posted on social media. He was killed in the Hollywood Hills. And um, there was a home invasion. But he was posting on social media... Him and his friend sitting in a Range Rover, a white Range Rover, and they had a stack, stack of bills. Maybe I can find the photo. Stack of bills. And so, um, and I, I think there is, I think there is, here, this is my thought. I haven't heard anyone say this. This is just my original thought. Hi there, Kathy. There's Janet. I believe, as someone who's very active in social media, I'm on Facebook, obviously. I've been on Facebook longer than anyone. Um, Instagram, obviously Twitter. But especially Instagram is huge with young people. Now, I'm really, I'm not on TikTok, and I don't do Snapchat, but people do. But my point is, I believe because of social media. So that rapper posted on um, Instagram, I believe, that... They had a stack of bills in the Range Rover. And then home invasion, they came and took it. Now, you could just, well, he was stupid for posting that. But my point is, I believe because of Pop Smoke, that's his name. Pop Smoke, shot killed, appears to be a home. Oh, I, I saw the Daily Mail. They're the ones that had the, um, the Daily Mail had the, the thing of him sitting there in the car with the, uh, the stack of bills. All right, just to get to the point, I, I believe... There is a growing resentment of people on social media that see people that have stacks of cash and expensive cars and expensive homes and they're going on vacation. And regardless of whether or not it's reality or anything, I believe there is so much wealth. Pop smoke. That's exactly right, Brett. So much wealth. I, I see on social media that there's starting to be a backlash of people. That they do, make no mistake about it, they don't work hard. And you go to those homeless camps and you see them in the news in California. 
You know, do you think those people don't want a nice house? Do you think those people don't want a nice car? They want to get baked all day and play games on their phone. And, you know, and they, there are people that don't want to work. And forever it was, you have to get out and work, right? But what if you have someone like Bernie Sanders that says, time out. You know what? The system's unfair. I don't think you should have to work. Well, that's what he's selling. And I believe there is and will be a blank the rich. I think the more, and it's social media, people see all these people and they think they're all, they all feel like they're odd man out. Everyone is living their best, and everyone posts, living my best life ever and on vacation and here's the new Ferrari and here's the new house. And everything else that goes on with that. Now, it's, a lot of it's false, but it, I think it feeds into this blank the rich. And there's so much wealth. And the way that Bernie Sanders, all that, Ryan, the way Bernie Sanders explains it, he almost makes it seem, it sounds to me, when you hear people that when, um, when they catch people for embezzlement and they're in court and then they want to address the judge and address the court and address the people they've hurt, and they, they give this story of, you know, I didn't think I was really hurting anybody because I just took a small amount of money and blah, blah, blah. And it's, they rationalize, right? I was only taking what it started off 100 a week and then it became whatever it became. And there's a way to rationalize it. And that what Bernie Sanders does very effectively, I'm telling you, is he rationalizes. We're going to take two cents tax every or I know it's Elizabeth Warren's plan, but they're kind of interchangeable. And it makes it seem, you know, as Bloomberg is standing up there. You know, the basic theme of the night was, how dare you have $60 billion? He was, like, apologizing for it. Bloomberg was a mess last night. What a beatdown. Stop and frisk. He can't even explain it. I could explain it better. Stop and frisk is very simple. It allows people, if police see someone they believe could be carrying a weapon, they can stop them and search them for a weapon. That's what it is. Tim Dodd's going to join me at one. We're going to explain that a little bit. He can't explain that. He couldn't explain. Stop and frisk in New York City saved lives. Hi there, Stephen. Save lives. It did. And they were stopping. And, and they knew exactly who they were looking for. In certain areas, there were gang members. And they knew if they could stop them and take the weapon from them, they were going to prevent a shooting or a stabbing or whatever it is. Stop and frisk was probably the most successful thing New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg did. And boy, last night, he, he didn't have an answer for it. It was all apologizing. But he was hammered last night. And I mean hammered. And I don't care what anyone says. He, they, for him to get up there and not have good answers for these things, and he doesn't. And let's face it, he was, he's, he's new to the Democrat Party. It's a, no way. It's no way. I'll go through the memo. Elizabeth Warren, I'm going to play this quickly. Elizabeth Warren, absolutely. It, it, that debate last night, she tore him apart. Tore him apart. Now, what does it say that she's had the biggest period of fundraising since she tore him apart at the debates? Now, if you're Elizabeth Warren, think about this. What does that tell you, right? Now, I have little Rummy trained that I let him out the back door. And he goes and does his sniffs. Then he lifts his leg. 
and maybe then he has to, whatever, do his business. And then he knows that if he comes running around to the front of the house, I give him like a little treat, right? Now, if I can train little Rumsfeld, Rumsfeld Eugene DiPietro, my lovable dog, named after Don Rumsfeld. And I'll say, good boy, Rumsfeld Eugene. What a good boy you are. If I can train him to do that, what do you think Elizabeth Warren's team is saying? Huh, we attacked, hi there, Jody. We attacked Bloomberg last night. And fund money is pouring in. They can't even keep up with the donations online. Do you think he's more, she's more inclined to attack him or less? Rumsfeld knows. Little Rummy knows. The more, when he just, I let him out the back, he does his business, and then comes around to the front, he gets a little treat. Well, she knows it. This is, uh, last night, I mean, she absolutely, it was, if this were a real fight, Look at all the laughs. If this were a real fight, the ref would have stopped the fight. The ref would have, if this were a boxing match, the ref would have given Bloomberg a standing eight count and would have, like, go back to your corner. I mean, he got pulverized. And, and by the likes of her, I, I had her down, like, dead and buried. She finished fourth in New Hampshire. And she absolutely pulverized him last night. Let's, let's relive it here a little bit defense was. I've been nice to some women. That just doesn't cut it. The mayor has to stand on his record. And what we need to know is exactly what's lurking out there. He has gotten some number of women, dozens, who knows, to sign non-disclosure agreements, both for sexual harassment and for gender discrimination in the workplace. So, Mr. Mayor, are you willing to release all of those women from those non-disclosure agreements so we can hear their side of the story? Listen to the crowd. Listen to that crowd. We have a very few non-disclosure agreements. How many is Let me there? finish. How many is there? None of them accuse me of doing anything other than maybe they didn't like the joke I told. And let me just and let me put there's a be agreements between two parties that wanted to keep it quiet, and that's up to them. They signed those agreements, so, and we'll live with it. So wait, when you say it is up to, I just want to be clear. Some is how many? And and when you and when you say they signed them and they wanted them, if they wish now to speak out and tell their side of the story about what it is they allege, that's now okay with you. You're releasing them on television tonight. Oh, Senator, is that right? Oh. Killing them. The company and somebody else, in this case, a man or a woman, or could be more than that, they decided when they made an agreement they wanted to keep it quiet for everybody's no. interest. They signed the agreements, and that's what we're going to live with. I'm sorry. No. no, the question is, are I the women bound by being muzzled by you? Oh, and God. you could release them from that immediately. Because understand, this is not just a question of the mayor's character. This is also a question about electability. We are not going to beat Donald Trump with a man who has who knows how many non-disclosure agreements and the drip, drip, drip of stories of women. Can you imagine being lectured by the likes of her? I'm having flashbacks to uh, fifth grade with Sister Lenore at St. Paul School. Listen to some of the comments last night. Let's go through some of the highlights. Folks, again, 766-1380. Oh, yeah, he is done. He is at. There's no way. 
Don't listen to anyone else. I'm telling you, the Bloomberg campaign is over. Um, listen to some of the comments last night, immediately afterwards. AB, I was watching you watch the coverage. What'd you make of that? I thought it was a great night for Bernie Sanders. I thought it was a great night for Donald Trump. I thought it was a terrible night for the Democrats. There's time. <laughs> terrible night for the Democrats. Uh, that NDA thing is bad. Here's also someone else. I don't normally don't like him, but Van Jones on CNN. He listened to him talking about. Mayor Mike Bloomberg. It may not even matter because every other ad for the rest of your life is going to be on Bloomberg. But something about that it should be troubling to even people who like Bloomberg. This should have been an opportunity for him to put to bed a whole series of questions that have been troubling people for the past two weeks. His stop and frisk answer was just terrible. Uh, he pretended that he somehow didn't know that African-American men in this town and Latino uh, and, and, and Latino and others in this town were, were suffering. There were lawsuits. There were protests. He didn't acknowledge that. He, when he got, uh, 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 when Elizabeth Warren asked a question about the NDA, he just didn't know how to deal with it. These are the kinds of things that somebody who wants to be president of the United States, who wants to be commander in chief, you've got to be able to handle those things so we can hear you on the other things. And he just, he failed tonight. He did. One of the things we're, we're learning is that if you're going to make the electability argument, the, the centerpiece of your case, you can't just say it. You have to show it. You have to prove it. There are a lot of people who think Bernie Sanders isn't electable, but there is a movement of people who disagree with That's them. Right. Joe Biden made his whole candidacy about his ability yep. to beat Trump, That's but he right. hasn't been able to put up the voters. Right. Mike Bloomberg decided to come in with the same thing, and he showed up on this stage. Not If we didn't know who Mike... Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think any Democrat is looking at that and going, that's the guy who's going to save us I, against Trump in November. So maybe next time these guys will do a little bit showing and uh, more showing. And less I'm telling you that, you know, that's hard to argue. Listen to Gloria uh, Borcher on CNN. And again, I, I like to hear all different views and then I had my own view. But listen, listen to her summing up Bloomberg last night. Bloomberg was awful. I'm sorry. Uh, this was the uh, moment that uh, the DNC got criticized for, for letting Bloomberg in this debate. And now I'm wondering why the other candidates were criticizing him, because he wasn't practiced at debating. He's not done this in more than a decade. And I think um, the notion, even for a Mike Bloomberg, that you can step in and go toe-to-toe -to -toe on this stage with people who've been doing it what, Andrew Yang, for a couple of years, yes, a couple for a of couple years. of years, it's, it seems to me that um, that was difficult for him. And sometimes he looked like somebody who was saying, you know, I paid $400 million for this podium and I can't get a chance to speak. And um, he got better as the night, as the night went on. I'm telling you, it's over. It's over. They know it's over, by the way. They, they know it's over. Um... They absolutely know it's over. They're not complete idiots. I can't wait to hear the behind the scenes of what it was like. Hello there. There's Ed Dora and Lynn Smiley. Um, behind the scenes when they were trying to work with him with debate prep. I was even laughing last night. But to me, I think it's obvious that who'd, who would be the incompetent person who would um, maybe be in charge of that? The first thing that jumps out at me is, obviously, Ramundo was in charge of debate prep. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you hip and all the other disasters that she's part of. So maybe she was in charge of debate prep. But, folks, um, Donna Perry is going to join me at noon simply because I want to hear her take on it last night. Again, you can weigh in, 401-766-1380. You can email me, john, at dipetro.com. No, attorney Tim Dodd is going to join me coming up at 1. I'm gonna, we're going to touch on, you know, everyone hears about stop and frisk, but explain that. Also, huge developments with the grand jury regarding um, the grand jury that's going on with uh, Speaker Mattiello and a lot more. It was fun to watch. It was. Uh, and especially, boy, that Amy Klobuchar, she hates Mayor Pete. She despises him. And she, he, he rattled her. He, she, he got under her skin. Uh, they're both fighting for the same type of people. He is the ultimate lightweight. He is the Marco Rubio, but for the Democrats. Marco Rubio is another total lightweight. He just is. I know he's a Republican. I know he's senator from Florida. But Marco Rubio is a total, total lightweight, Senator Rubio. Uh, but Biden, the Biden's not going anywhere. You know, Biden, how bad was Bloomberg? Biden actually looked good last night because Bloomberg was, everybody looked better because of Bloomberg. He actually made everyone seem better. It would almost be like if he was just going in there uh, as the pinata. But Elizabeth Warren, I, I would never vote for her. I'm not a fan. But she came out of the box, boom, and pounded him right away with the whole thing with the dog-faced lesbian or whatever the hell, a horse-faced lesbian or whatever she said. Um, and took control. And she doesn't attack Bernie Sanders. She doesn't. I think that's the ticket. That's my thought. And I'm telling you, if you're a Trump supporter, you should be concerned. He, he is tough. Uh, I'm not going to be the type that's saying, I didn't see it. I don't, I'm telling you. And the rest of the field's going to be cleared. Klobuchar's not going anywhere. Mayor Pete's not going anywhere. Biden... Forget about it. He may just hang around. This race, Bloomberg will stay because he's got the money. But Bloomberg, hi there, Arthur. Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. And I believe right now at the convention, Elizabeth Warren will start to go more to the middle, become more of a moderate, pick up the Amy Klobuchar people, pick up. She, she won't be as extreme as Bernie Sanders. I believe now that will be the ticket. It will be President Trump and Mike Pence, Vice President Pence, against Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, unless if the president tosses Pence overboard and takes taps Nikki Haley as his VP, which n- nothing should be ruled out right now. All right, 766-1380. Tim Dodd, our legal expert, is going to join me coming up at 1. Donna Perry's going to join me. Um, coming up at noon, just to give her take last night on the debate. Hey, folks, I want to remind you that all this month at Gilmore Furniture, they're having a President's Day sale. The President's Day sale has been extended at Gilmore Furniture, Post Road in Warwick. Call them at 737-0100 at Gilmore Furniture. Pull right up to the front door. Look at that. I'm glad to hear that, Gary. I'm going to talk about that. You're very welcome. I love hearing that. Gary just left Ron's Pastry Gourmet. I love that. But I'm going to tell you about them in just a moment. Gilmore Furniture, Post Road in Warwick. Call them at 737-0100 right now. Folks, if you're out in the car, you're looking for new furniture, stop in and see my friend Steve at Gilmore Furniture. Hey, Gary, you're going to love, folks. You're going to love what um, Ronnie has coming up next week. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. What a surprise we have uh, in store for you. But Gilmore Furniture, stop in. Say hi to Steve. Say, hey, Steve, thank you for supporting Juan. Living room's on sale. Recliners are on sale. Mattresses. And they have the double-side flip mattress. 
Gilmore Furniture. Free, free delivery this month, up to five years, no interest. The President's Day Sale, American-made furniture. The President's Day Sale is extended all month long at Gilmore Furniture. Now, where are they located? Right off Route 37, Post Road in Warwick, right down across from where Ann and Hope used to be. It's Gilmore Furniture. Stop and see Steve. It's John DePietro. A lot more ahead on this Thursday. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is a perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Good morning, Rebecca. Nice running weather. Folks, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron is open. One of our listeners just said, just came from there. What a selection. Brand new. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. It's Ron and Melissa. What a fantastic job. He is so talented. You guys are going to love what he's got in store for next week. I'm very excited about what Ron's Pastry Gourmet has in store for next week. You're going to love it. But Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, it's right off of Silver Springsteen. The number one pastry gourmet in New England is Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Cookies, pastry, chocolate-covered donuts, cannolis. Wait till you try the chocolate-covered donuts. Cannolis, cakes, and pies, and brownies. Everything is fresh for 55 years. Ronnie has been creating absolute perfection. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, making pastry great again. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, right off of Silver Spring Street, you're going to see AAA. If you can get to AAA, you'll find them because they're right next door. Look for the signs. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. You're going to love it. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. As we like to say, stop in today. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media, for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401 321 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Henry Oil, folks, call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving Rhode Island and parts of Massachusetts since 1947. 
It's Henry Oil. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans. I'll tell you, Henry Oil, they are just terrific. You're going to love them, folks. Stop it and see them or call them, better yet. 5210200. Who's your oil person? I'd love you to go. That's right, Kevin. Stop and see Steve at Gilmore Furniture. Henry Oil. Call Carmine or Lori at 5210200 or online at henryoil.com. They have lock and cap pricing, automatic delivery, budget plans, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, everything you need. Henry Oil. Call them 5210200. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Folks, and we're back on this uh, Thursday. What a night. I really, um, I told people to watch it. I said it would be enjoyable. To me, last night, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2 a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Good morning to uh, everybody on Facebook Live. I think last night, to me, uh, it is very clear that Senator Bernie Sanders is going to be the nominee. I mean, to me, this, there's no question about it. Now, last night during the debate, Amy Klobuchar, when they were all taking their shots at Mayor Mike Bloomberg, and I put on the Facebook page, John DePietro show, the cover of the New York Post, Black and Bloom, the pounding he took last night, it was, I just haven't seen anything like that in a while. Uh, I, I don't know the last time. Hello there, there's Bendy. Fight night in Las Vegas. What a pummeling he got. Elizabeth Warren gave him the beating of his life. The Wikipedia page of Bloomberg was updated to state he, quote, died on February 19th at the hands of Senator Elizabeth Warren. Wow, what a beating he took. But she started talking about a memo that was released. And this is it. This was a memo they got their hands on. And it was to Kevin Shaki and Howard Wolfson from the Bloomberg campaign, state of the race. So they had the nerve. Doesn't this sound, you know, the more and more you hear about it, <coughs> of course Raimondo was with him because they're both so arrogant. You know, I don't know about that, Chris. Uh, I don't think he's going to squash anyone. It's going to be a tough election. It's going to be a tough election. I, I, I felt better about President Trump against Michael Bloomberg than I did against Bernie Sanders. He's very skilled. He is. Let's be honest. You got to be honest. There's a real movement with him, and he is, that, I'll tell you, he is very dynamic on the stage. Senator Bernie Sanders, again, I don't believe in his principles. I would never vote for him. But he, he handles himself very well. He explains things very, very effectively. And you never know what can happen. And I think there's a large percentage of the population that is going to be buying what he's selling. There's a lot of, I don't know how else to say it. There's a lot of lazy people around us. There are many people, maybe it's a, one of your brother-in-law or a younger brother next door neighbor. There are a lot of people in this country that don't want to work. And who do you think they're going to vote for if they vote? But they put out this memo. I'll tell you why it's over. Is Biden going to get the nomination? Absolutely not. He, you know, he had a good night, but because Bloomberg was there. Bloomberg made everybody look good. Klobuchar, no. Mayor Pete, no. Elizabeth Warren is alive, but no one's going to stop him. He is the nominee. He is. Now it's just a matter of number two. I think it's going to be 
him and Elizabeth Warren on the ticket. But they wrote, as the race stands today, Sanders is poised to leave Super Tuesday with over 400 delegate lead versus his next closest competitor. An insurmountable advantage. This was the memo that the Bloomberg people sent out. Um, they write MRB, which is Bloomberg, Michael, is the clear number two in the race bait on vote share. Biden and Warren have crumbled. They wrote that. Their support has markedly declined since Iowa. They show no signs of revival. Uh, I don't know about Elizabeth Warren's alive. Buttigieg has stagnated. He saw a small boost after Ari. He's unable to sustain. Biden, Buttigieg, and Klobuchar remain in the race. No path. They will propel Sanders to an insurmountable delegate lead by siphoning votes away from Michael Bloomberg. So this, this was, quote, a memo that I have three pages sent out on February 17th from the Bloomberg campaign, basically telling Biden, Mayor Pete, and Amy Klobuchar to get out of the race. I, I, I'd love to hear their reaction about that now. They write, if Sanders moves past Super Tuesday with 404 delegates lead, we currently project he will have, it will be all but impossible to stop him from getting to plurality, plurality excuse me, of pledged delegates. Even 150 delegate lead would require the next closest competitor to outperform him by an average of roughly 55 to 45 in all remaining contests to catch up. And then they have a snapshot, what they think is trajectory of the different candidates. So they have conclusion. The bottom line is, this is the Bloomberg people now. Talk about arrogant. Bottom line, if Biden... Mayor Pete or Mayor Cheat and Klobuchar remain in the race, having no path. They will propel Sanders to insurmountable delegate lead by siphoning votes away from Michael Bloom, Bloomberg with no upside for themselves. Taking a step back, this is them writing now. This is a, now a three-candidate race between Bloomberg, Sanders, and Trump. Both Sanders and Trump know Bloomberg poses the greatest threat to their chances of winning this election. As we ascend and begin, hopefully, consolidating support, there will be blowback from both Sanders and Trump. Both the candidates themselves, also their supporters. We expect them to escalate their attacks on Bloomberg, our campaign staff, and our supporters. Well, you want to talk about arrogant. Uh, that didn't happen. Like I said yesterday, it's kind of like athletics, right? That's why, hello, Louise. This, who said, that's why they play the game. That's why they play the game. Bernie Sanders will be the nominee. He is. They're not stopping him. He's going to win Nevada. He's getting bigger. He's getting stronger. He will be a force. Uh, Bloomberg, is. It's, it's not happening. Now, the next debate, this is great. The next debate is coming up next Tuesday night, South Carolina. What, what do you think Elizabeth Warren's going to do on the stage to Bloomberg in South Carolina? Do you think she's going to go easy with him? No. She's going to knock his head off again. Every time they knock his head off, the money flows in and the numbers go up with their supporters. Elizabeth Warren, her supporters, and I, I again, I'm not a supporter, and I, I kind of counted her out. But she's not out now. But I want to just play. This was last night. I did enjoy this. Boy, that Mayor Pete, he's smug, isn't he? Talk about a woman hater. He uh, went at it with that Amy Klobuchar. She's the senator from Minnesota. And... I want to play uh, the two of them going at it. Let's talk about the major policies. No, no, no. Next question. Next question. 
They were still yelling back and forth. And then afterwards, she would not shake his hand. Uh, they were all saying that Bloomberg, this was his big line of the night. not there. It's absolutely not there. Warren Sanders' desperate jump in after Bloomberg attacks communism. What Senator Sanders is proposing? Absolutely not. I can't think of a ways that would make it easier for Donald Trump to get reelected than listening to this conversation. It's ridiculous. We're not going to throw out capitalism. We tried that. Other countries tried that. It was called communism, and it just didn't work. So, so let me make a proposal that will work. You know, that's the first time anyone's used the C word on the stage. First time. His, I, I like this part where uh, Amy Klobuchar says to Mayor Cheat, are you saying I'm dumb? Is that what you're saying? Staking your candidacy on your Washington experience, you're on the committee that oversees border security. You're on the committee that does trade. You're literally in uh, part of the committee that's overseeing these things. And we're not able to speak to literally the first thing about the politics of the country you, to ourselves. Are you trying to say that I'm dumb or are you mocking me here, Pete? sometimes forget names. I am the one that has, number one, has the experience based on passing over 100 bills. If I could respond, this was a pretty big allegation. He's basically saying that I don't have the experience to be president of the United States. I have passed over 100 bills as a lead Democrat since being in the U.S. Senate. I am the one, not you, that has won statewide in congressional district after congressional district. And I will say, when you tried in Indiana, Pete, to run, what happened to you? You lost by over 20 points to someone who later lost to my friend Joe Donnelly. So don't tell me about experience. You know, she, uh, the more, he, he is such a lightweight, that Mayor Pete. He really is. She can't stand him. And it's good. I mean, it was, it was entertaining to watch. But again, this was uh, Elizabeth Warren taking out Bloomberg. I hope you heard what his defense was. I've been nice to some women. You know what else? Bloomberg was a wreck about the taxes, wasn't he? The whole thing about, I mean, uh, he was, I can't believe how unprepared he was. All right. Um, Donna Perry's going to join me to start off next hour. Start at the, uh, he is. He's a total phony, Christine. You know what's interesting is, of course, that's why Alorza is with him. And the thing about Mayor Pete, think about this. 30% of his voters didn't know that he was in a same-sex marriage. And since... Rush Limbaugh said, well, I want to see at the end of the beat that he's going to kiss his husband. His numbers have absolutely plummeted. But he, I like how she laid him out saying, yeah, you just memorize talking points. He is such a phony. You're right, Christine. And then Tim Dodd at one. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, though, the heating season is here. 
Let JK Engineering design and install a natural gas high efficiency carrier Infinity system. They're uh, energy efficient, they're quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. They can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Call JK Engineering, highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation or replacement of high efficiency gas boilers. JKL. Call them at 401 351 7600. 401 401 351 7600. JKL. Estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering today. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. JKL Engineering, the original, the best. With JKL, they'll keep you nice and warm in the wintertime and nice and cool in the summertime. And reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates in the market. Call JKL Engineering at 401 401- 351-7600, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. Well, folks, uh, good morning. It's John DePietro. And then next hour, we're going to start off the hour Here's a, with um, Donna Perry. I just want to hear her thoughts on last night. And then our legal expert, Tim Dodd, will join me at 1. A lot more to go. We're going to, again, it was, it was a uh, very, very uh, significant debate last night. And I'm telling you, Bernie Sanders, that's it. He is the one to beat. They're not going to stop him. They're not going to beat him. He's going to win Nevada this Saturday. He's going to win South Carolina. He's going to win big on Super Tuesday. This matchup will be President Trump against Massachusetts Senator, uh, excuse me, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. It's John DePietro. Stay with us. Quick update with 12 o'clock news. WNRI and W236CW in Socket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.